good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and bring you what is new in the Japanese music industry. This is the week of Friday, December 3rd, and I'm your host, Luna, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? All right, all right. As you can tell, unfortunately, today it is Dos Compadres. Ken would love to be here, but there is a big storm where he's at, and he has no power. So we are wishing him for, we're giving him safe wishes from where we are and hope everything works out. And he will be back next week. And so. Yes. Stay safe, my dude. Yes. Please stay safe. Everyone who is over in the vicinity or anyone getting some bad weather, stay safe out there. And with that, so what have you been listening to this week, Ray? It's been one of those chaotic weeks and and everything, and so I haven't been able to listen too much. It's mostly a lot of what we have, I've been talking about lately, you know, Romeo and Juliet by Shirose, Lost in Paradise by Ollie. Those are still two tracks I'm listening to a lot, and uh, I did listen to uh, uh, next week's Music Corner, and I found that like I really can't wait to talk about her. She's going to be fantastic. And I also discovered who I'm going to be doing. I found the Japanese music radio station on Apple Music. And the very first track that played, I liked. And I was like, I've never heard of this group. And uh, they looked them up. They're relatively new. And I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to cover them. So uh, look forward to that. Uh, Apple Music uh, Discovery. I, I'm eagerly anticipating unleashing them on the world. Should be fun. Uh, nothing too crazy. What have you been listening to? So I've been listening to a lot of random stuff. And it also has been a very chaotic week for me. I've been sick since Monday. And on top of that, I've been in meetings back to back for most of the week. However, I've gotten a decent amount listened to. So I actually started listening to Udu again. And it's been a while. So I revisited her first love single that she released earlier this year, which is really good. And then I went back to her Orion Blue album, which is fantastic. Can I say how amazing that album is? And I'm glad to have a physical copy, even though it is streaming. I will say one of my favorite songs off there is Don't Be Afraid. I just love that track. It it was my jam for most of the week. Also, still listening to Milia's Who Loves Me album. I cannot say enough about how amazing this album is. And it's in the running for one of my favorite of this year. The track Joyride has just blown me away and made its way up on my top list for favorite songs. And also, I mean, there are other tracks in the album that are great, such as Devil's Kiss, Oh My God, Wing. I also, um, even though this one was released in June as a single, Kono Yume Ga Sameru Made featuring the Yoshida Brothers. Fantastic track. I mean, the album is solid. I also been listening, went back to Aoyama Thelma's Scorpion Movement album, which is another favorite of the year. I think it's very well versed for her. She put a good variety in there. I mean, Stay With Me is still my jam on there. One of the most beautiful ballads. I love 1LDK, Daijobu, Kimino Tonari. Boy Bye is also a really fun song. I think it's a also a very good album. I love it. And also was listening to... 
There's another album. Oh, Chanmina's Harenchi album. I've been listening to that in a car lately. And it's a very dancey album in a completely different style than Never Grow uh, Never Grow Up. And I love it. I, I like that she's doing something different and changing up her style and it fits very well with her. And I think there are just so many tracks in there that I find phenomenal. I was really familiar with Bee Jean. She had voice, member num- number, voice memo number five on there. The lead track, Harenchi, is also really good. The album as a whole, I highly recommend. And I started getting into Winter Songs, which we will be talking about in a bit. I also went down the old school train of listening to some artists that I haven't listened to in quite some time, to be honest. And one of those was Shimitani Hitomi. I went back to her Poinsettia mini album because it has some very good wintry songs on there. And I love Itsuno Hinika, which is not really a wintry song. I mean, it can be, but I love that track. I forget how much her music is so beautiful. And I also went back to May J because her new album drops on the 8th and I am hyped for it. Make sure it's the 8th. It's either the 6th or the 8th. It's coming up this week and I make I have it pre-ordered. Can't wait for it. So I went back to a lot of her songs. Went back to her. One of my favorite albums by her is probably Family. It is a fan. That one has Garden on it. But then I also went back to her album Colors, which has One More Kiss, FYI, Kimi no Tanari ni, Step by Step. Um, also, Anohi Ga Arukara featuring Ro the Skywalker. I love that track. And about this time of year, I always listen to it because it has a slight winter theme to it. But it's been a hodgepodge week of just me diving into older artists that I don't listen to too often, but they've been releasing stuff. And it's making me happy, like Nakashima Mika I dived into earlier this week, going back to her Love album, her Will album, and her music album, which are all phenomenal. So it's been a very random, fun week between new 2021 albums and some older music that I just can't help but listening to. So with that, since... I brought up winter songs. We're going to move into the topic, which is one of my personal favorite topics this time of year because I have a whole huge playlist and I have so many winter themed albums and Christmas themed albums. So it is what winter songs would you recommend for the upcoming season? And I feel like this is, I love doing seasonal type of things. Anything seasonal, I try to find a theme to that. I have my summer playlist, my spring playlist, a Halloween playlist, and then I have my winter playlist. And this is the one where I go crazy because there are so many great J-pop, J-rock, or, you know, Japanese music songs that are winter themed. And so many good ones released this time of year and memorable ones. And I love it. And I feel like I'm going to let Gray go first on this just because I, I I might run a little bit long on mine. But at the same time, you know, I'd well, like us all to I was going to say, did you, wanna, did you want to swap back and forth? Like I could do one, you can do yeah, one. Let's, just yeah, we'll swap. So me and Gray are going to yeah. swap. And then we'll also dive into Ken's as well because yeah. we're very familiar with them. I know I'm, fam- I'm so glad Ken picked the ones he did. So... I'll start with my first one and then Gray will go into his first one. Sure. So my- That'll be perfect. Can I say something real quick yeah. before we dive, dive in? Uh, I want to say, 
I really glad that we did this topic because it, it it's pulled it's pointed out a very big shortcoming I, I have, and that is well, to me, it's a shortcoming. Uh, maybe some people would disagree otherwise. Uh, but, you know, like the other day uh, I was listening to Christmas music uh, and lately I've been trying to find, uh, I've been trying to do like reading and stuff. And so I've been trying to find, I'm in the holiday spirit, and but, you know, I don't want anything with like words to it. So I've been trying to like find like Christmas jazz tunes and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, uh, the thing that I really like about J-pop is it's one of, even though it has lyrics to it, like I can listen to it and read. Uh, when I was studying for my real estate's license, I listened to Scandal almost exclusively, and you know I was able to, you know, get almost a hundred on that exam. So you, you know it was very, you know, something I need to do. And and I know Luna, you have this, and and I think my, uh, I think Ken has this as well. And that is uh, a a winter song playlist, and you know you add to it every year. So you know when the time comes, you just start playing music off that playlist, and you, you know you get in the spirit. And I don't have anything like that, and so um, you know I'm taking today as you know I've got songs obviously that we're going to talk about and stuff because I, I have a couple that I really like. Um, but I'm also taking this as, a, you know, just like you guys are, as a day to um, really just start compiling like a, a winter song list. And, and I hope I, I hope everyone gets something out of the tracks that we're going to talk about. Uh, I there's I know two tracks on my list that I talk about all the time anyways. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, so I can't wait to, to dive into this. I, I've been looking forward to it all week. So I'm sorry to... Um, uh, still up some of your time, Lena. So go ahead and take it away. No, no, you're fine. This is a gr- like you said, great. This is a great way for everyone to start a winter playlist because there's so many tracks out there that everyone's going to have a different list and a different variety. So it's great to see that. My first one, this one's a newer one. It came out last year and I'm sure you, I, I don't know if you guys remember this, but I raved about this song last year because I, it, it was on my top of December for Ongaku Go, but it is Chanmina and Sky High's Holy Moly, Holy Night. And this track is what I like to get up and dance to, or I decorate the tree to. It's a very upbeat, fun, jazzy song that just gets you in the holiday spirit. I think Chanmina and Sky High, both being rappers and vocalists in their own rights, do a great collaboration by utilizing their skills in this. And I just love the feeling it gives you because it just makes me want to get up and do like a swing dance or just go around a Christmas tree and just start putting ornaments up. And it actually gets me want to decorate and want to do something. And usually around this time of year, it takes a lot for me to get up and do that. So this has been my go-to track, especially last year and this year. And I know part of it is I love Chanmina. She, I think, does a great part with hers. I think Sky High does it with his. And I think it's a fun tune. And if you like more of the hip-hop jazz style, you'll like this track. It is very unique. It's not for everyone, I will say that, just because of the style it is. And it takes a very interesting spin on the Christmas holiday music. And that's why I like it, is it's something different than your typical traditional Christmas songs and normal covers. So I I recommend giving it a listen to. It is a digital single and you can find it on either artist's page, but it's easier to find it on Chanmina's in my opinion. 
Yeah, because it, it's right there. It's it's it was, it, there's because it's underneath her singles. It's the second single that she dropped. <laughs> it's like she's got one for 2021, and then Holy Moly Holy Night. So it's super easy for Chan Mina. While Sky Hides, I haven't looked at his. I I went to Chan Mina and found it that way. Uh, like you said, uh, it was like super easy. So, I, but no, this is a great pick, and I, I, I it's very interesting. It's much very different. This is not a traditional. Uh, Christmas song, like Luna said, this is, you know, it's kind of its own cup of tea, but it, it works. It works really well. And you, you say jazz, uh, and, and, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be a little too technical with this because it's a subsection of jazz, but to me, this is swing. And, you know, like this, this kind of like that, like the music driving the song just reminds me of like that 50 style swing. Uh, but you know, you have a um, very modern hip hop vocals over top of it and it works. It works really well for what it's doing. And it's got a very nice wintry style feel. This is definitely something that, you know, if you were, if you were in the shopping mall and it came on, it wouldn't feel out of place if you were in the you know, middle of December, it, it works, it works really well. And, and I, I, you know, I, I listened to it and even pre-show, I think I told you the song wasn't for me and going back and listening to it, it was like, actually, I think it might be uh it's really good it's a really good track and i'm glad you picked it luna it, it is is uh one one really just fun way to just get up and move and i too find this to be the kind of dance music i like to listen to so uh, i am right there with you with that one Oh, I'm glad you you liked it the second time around because, you know it's not for everyone but it does have that swing feel and it does get you in the mood so yeah, like I said, like there's nothing wrong with saying jazzy by all means. I, I'm being way overly technical because I like to be. I'm that person. But uh, yeah, no, yeah, this is like it, it's got like that you know like club jazz sort of feel to it as well. Uh, it, it works. It works really well. Even uh, you know that bass solo in the middle of it. It, it works. It works so well. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you put this here. Uh, this will pro- this will. I'm probably going to add like every song we talk about today, minus the ones that I talk about, because th- those are going to go in the list no matter what. But the ones that you and Ken talked about, I think I'm going to add to that Christmas playlist. I'm going to make a I'm gonna make a big Christmas playlist. So we, you know, uh, we have something because uh, this is a, this is a topic I like to do, and I hate like you guys talked about it one year I wasn't on, and then uh, we haven't talked about it really since. And it, uh, this is something I'd like to do every year because uh, it's. You know, it's the only time of year we can talk about this stuff. And it's not, unless it charts, like, you know, we're not going to have an opportunity to talk about it, you know. So I, 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 I'm looking forward to adding Holy Moly Holy Night to my winter playlist. All right. And with that, what was your your first choice for your uh, or your winter pick? All right. So I, I picked three ballads and then like one upbeat track. And I don't want to go from Holy Moly Holy Night to my my very top one so i'm gonna jump to number three instead <laughs> uh and and just kind of uh kind of meet it on that same energy level just in a lot more cutesy manner and that's christmas kiss by lol uh christmas spelled uh, with an x uh but yeah no this is this is one of the songs it it, it no it always comes to my mind christmas and it it's very cheesy, but you know you hear like the the sleigh bells in in the tune, and it, it really works well. I really like this track a lot. It's just one of my absolute 
favorites of the season. Now, I will admit, if it's middle of July, I skip this track. Uh, I don't do the Christmas in July sort of thing. Uh, like, the only time I listen to Christmas Kiss is around December. Uh, but when December rolls around, I listen to it. And I love this track. It's really good. It's like I said, it's more cute and fun. It's definitely LOL. So it's, it's you know, it's a pop track as pop as it can possibly be. But I like it. it, it it's just a lot of fun. And, it, you know, it's everybody doing their, their, their thing. And I think it works really well. Uh, what did you think about Christmas Kiss? Oh, I agree. This was actually on my Christmas playlist because I love Xmas Kiss. It's a cute, fun song. It gets you in the spirit. And I enjoy this type of a poppy style around this time of year. And I do like LOL. Yeah, yeah. It it it, it, it works. Like, they, they play their strings. I mean, you know, if it was any other group, I'd say they played it safe. And I, I don't think LOL is below that. I, I think there's a lot of tracks they do that they play it safe. Oh, yeah. They played uh, but, it safe, you know, but it still fits with the type of season. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I love it. I mean, I would put it on a playlist because it gets mm-hmm. you in the mood. Like you said, it gets the job done. And mm-hmm. it's fun. It's a fun, cute, poppy track. And I do like that in my Christmas music. And it's an original track because a lot of artists do covers. And by all means, there are some fantastic covers that uh, J-pop artists have done that just have blown me out of the water. But I'm a sucker for original like Christmas or winter songs. And I love that LOL had an original one. And I think it's really good. It's a fun way to bring in, you know, get you in the spirit. Yeah. Oh, what I was going to say is going back to like where I play it safe. I was going to say like winter songs is one of those things. There's like, I don't know. I, I, I'm not anti experimental winter songs, but I think they're like, you know, like, like they, they should, you know, pop out a, a good song that they know what they're doing uh, and stuff instead of like getting really experimental uh, stuff. So I, yeah, no, I, I, I like it. I like it a lot. I think it's really good. Uh, Christmas Kiss, I think it was released as a single, but if you are looking to pick this up, uh, look for it. It's the last track on their LML album, which is their second album. Uh, so you can find it there. And and uh, with that, Luna, did you want to talk about your number two pick? Yes. Yeah, so my number two pick is one that I do listen to every year. This artist has been around for ages. She's amazing. But it is Bonnie Pink's track, Chain. And this can be found on her mini album called Chain that is a dedicated Christmas album. And I honestly recommend the whole mini album because it is phenomenal. But Chain is my favorite track on it. It is an original Christmas song. original winter song. I will say that, or holiday song. But it has that, that vibe. And... Just from how it starts out, you get the feeling of, you know, like you'd be listening to it on a snowy day. And I love the guitar and the piano in it. Bonnie Pink's vocals just fit very well with the mid-tempo track because it's a mid-tempo track. It's really one of those seasonal mood ones when you hear it and her vocals go very well with it. She is, I guess you could call like a folk singer in a way and like folk rock. There we go. And this is one that whenever I listen to it, I just see myself sitting in front of the fire, sipping hot cocoa. And whenever I go out and listen, go out and look at Christmas lights, I always put this song in my playlist. I actually, bring the whole mini album with me if we're doing CDs and not not um, 
like a playlist from Apple. But I I love it. Like everything about Chain is just beautiful and it's something you can listen to all winter long. I mean, it, it's it's hard to describe, but it's just one of those tracks that I just think is beautifully done. And if you like your mid-tempo classic traditional type Christmas songs that are original, Chain is what you want because it fits everything and more for that. Gray, I'm curious to hear what you think of it because have you been exposed to Bonnie Pink before? I have heard you mention her. Uh, she, she's one of those people where, you know, she's an industry legend, it, it, you know, that she she comes up in conversations from time to time. So it's one of those, like, if you've been around the Japanese music industry for a while, you've certainly heard of her. Exposed to her music, that's a different story. And I, I don't think I've heard anything by Bonnie Pink. I will be 100% honest. I could be wrong. I mean... You and Ken both know my my memory is not good at all. I have very poor memory, uh, especially for someone in their early 30s. Like, it is not good. I'm not holding out hope. <laughs> I don't think we've but, ever covered her because she yeah. hasn't done anything new for quite some time uh, yeah. that I know like I said, of. But she did do a Rini Kinchin song back in the day, and it was yeah. It's Gonna Rain. But that, that was ages ago, so... Yeah, I, I know, like I said, I know I've heard you talk about her many times. That that much I know for certain. But yeah, no, this is chain is really good. It's one of those. I, I always like it when you have a song and uh, the the title of it is not reference snow and or Christmas. I think that like it just it just helps it a little bit because you know I, I mean I I I think like you know having Christmas in the title, it, it just makes it very obvious what it is. And I, I think it's, you know, a song like Chain's a nice surprise. Like, you know, you get into it and it, and it's a wonderfully done track. I, you know, Bonnie Pink's vocals are really good. I think, you, you know, you hear, you hear her and yeah, this track works. It's, it's hope it's a um, slow upbeat sort of like the, the tempo of it's, on the slower side, but it's an, it's an, I would, I don't know if I'd call it a ballad. It's definitely an upbeat tune and there's a lot of hope in it. And, and that's one of the appealingness of it that I, I found in chain is that it is just like, there's this a very hopeful track and it's sung with earnest, uh, with skill and excellence that, you know, only Bonnie pink who, you know, by the time this, you know, 2008, she'd been around for a while at this point. And, you know, she just killed it. Uh, she really did. I can see why you you really liked it. And uh, Chain isn't interesting. I, I, I am curious. I know we're talking about Chain and it's a really good track, but I am. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you, you, you picked Chain. And uh, I thought it was a wonderful addition uh, to today's topic that we're talking about good I'm, I'm glad i'm glad oh you got another one to add to your list so yes 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 i do moving on with mine i'm gonna i'm i now want to go with my number one song uh which is a song that i i've talked about a million and one times i i love it to death this is probably one of my favorite songs ever to be put to pen to paper and sung by a group like my god i love this track so much and that is let it snow by color creation <laughs> It is so good. This track is just this. This is this is why I listen to music. I'm not gonna lie. Like this this track right here. This is this is why I do this. 
is for tracks like this where just everything comes together. You have this amazing melody that's just epically sung in this wonderful fashion. Uh, all the guys just really just knocking it out of the park. And this is like their second or third release. So, I mean, you know, like Color Creation I, I always came out of the, the, the gate swinging. I think I, reflecting back, I'm fairly certain it's their third. So it is just always left this like deep impression of me. And the, I, I love the way that they use the imagery of snow in this track and it's more of a, a breakup song so to speak but it, it's just one of those tracks where just due to the nature of it and due to how important snow is it's it's really a winter track at the end of the day uh, and it, it's just done so well so much heart and energy is put into this track and i i absolutely love it i i listen i listen to the song any time of the year, I, I, like anytime I want to hear like like just a really good ballad with excellent vocals, I, I will listen to this song. Yeah, I don't I don't need it to be snow on the ground, but when it, it's cold outside, I gotta I gotta say let it snow. It works. It works really well. It even adds that little little extraness that the song already gave me. So I I love it. If if you are looking for a track this year that is just really well done by a boy group and uh, let it snow by color creation is just not something that can be missed and it's on their it you can find this in a couple of places uh, digitally it is on their let it snow single it's the top track and if you have their first album it is like the seventh track on that but uh, the first album is not available digitally. You have to you have to physically own that. So <laughs> I'm preaching to the choir if you're listening to it off the album. Um, but if you are eager to check this one out, let it snow. Their let it snow single. It's really good. Like I, I'm fairly certain it was their third. So uh, it was the, the red. It was red and white. So it was very easy. It pops really well. And I, I absolutely love this track. Uh, Luna, I, I remember you really liking this track. Uh, was it fun to go back down memory lane and listen to this one again? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I actually really liked Let It Snow. I thought all their vocals were phenomenal. And it's been a while since I've listened to it. And this is the perfect winter setting. I mean, the perfect winter song. I added it to my winter playlist because it was not on there. And I mean, I enjoyed it. Color Creation displays all their talent on this. And this is another one I recommend because I don't have a lot of as many male vocalists on my list. But this is one that I really believe should be on there. It's just fantastic. And it's a fun song to listen to. You know, I mean, like, it's not super upbeat, but it's that nice setting, relaxing, like, I would say kind of like mid-tempo relaxing songs. It's not a full-out ballad. But it still gives you what you want. Honestly, I always, in my mind, I've always kind of categorized it. And you you, you might disagree with me on this. I, I know uh, labeling like a music genre can be a very finicky thing at times. But to me, it's, it's always been a lot closer to a power ballad, maybe. If, if I had, if I had, I mean, their vocals the definitely display that easily. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, it's just 
like like the the vocals on display here are so powerful they're they're, they're so like the, the thing like this song just grabs you and just holds you as, as you listen to it it's just done so well uh and and, and i've always just felt like you, you know personally like like to me that's a power ballad because of just how powerful just the vocals alone make it a power ballad yeah i mean it's kind of hard to categorize that's i mean because their vocals are very powerful in it i i don't know if it's like full power ballad i mean like when i think power ballad i think of mishia's everything but i i mean their vocals are very powerful and it, it does it is a like it's like a slower ballad i don't know I'm, it's hard to categorize let it snow because it still has a little bit of that upbeat tempo in certain parts but then their vocals are you know go with the flow and have that powerful sense to them and urgency and i'm just it, it let it snow is a very difficult song to categorize and if it and like exactly is it a ballad a power ballad because it still has you know where the tempo picks up in spark in parts and i know i'm trying to pinpoint i i don't really know it, if i hard. could it's with let so it snow. hard yeah it, i'm just gonna it's, call it tracks. a solid winner track because it really is and a very powerful winner winner track because of what color creation gives it and the emotion and power behind it they give it yeah it, it, it's just another reminder uh, that uh they're, that they're no longer together and this this is uh man I, I I cannot overstate like how they were my they were my absolute favorite boy group <laughs> and they're not together anymore and it kills me it kills me because they like they were so consistent with their quality because because i like let it snow is not an outlier by any means like there are a ton of songs that are on the same quality level as this and i mean these guys just nailed it every time uh so you know, songs like let it snow kind of become bittersweet to me because of that it's like oh man i miss my group so much but you know they they gave us some really great tracks while they were together and i, I you got to respect that so let it snow just i think it's going to i it'll probably go down in in the in my history books as like just one of the best winter songs ever made of all time i just to me it just like it, it's just my absolute favorite uh and i love it to death but i think you have a another amazing track that that we're ready to talk about aren't you so i'm debating on saving my favorite for last uh-huh which so i think i will four? and okay i'm gonna i'm gonna save my favorite for last because it's by far my favorite but since me and gray both had four each i want to start with one of ken's because we even got to talk about his yet and i want to talk about ken's first track and then i'll go into my third one sounds good so ken's first track which i'm super happy you picked this was yuki no hana by nakashima mika and ken has was a big fan of her beforehand and this is a track that had an effect on her on her work and her popularity this is a song that really did push her to the mark i mean she's had other ones besides yuki no hana but this was a very big one 
And I know Ken, this is one of his top tracks by her as well. And Yuki Nohana is an absolutely beautiful track. It has a nice slow composition. It focuses on her vocals, her range. It has that beautiful winter feel. And those of you know, Yuki Nohana, Snowflower is the translation. It It is a gorgeous song and it's just the perfect winter ballad. And I personally also love Nakashima Mika's vocals on this. This is one of the first tracks I've heard by her, actually. And I remember watching the music video back in the day on TV on something called Pop Japan TV when they aired it. And they also aired a making of it, which was very interesting. But this became one of my favorite tracks by her as well. And that's why I'm so happy he picked it. And I, I always recommend this, especially if you're just getting into J-pop, as Nakashima Mika is one of those big pillars that I believe everyone should listen to some of her music. And this is the track I would tell people to start out with is Yuki no Hana because it is a great display of her talent. And even though it is a winter song, I do listen to it all year round. And Gray, what did you think of Yuki no Hana? Because I'm not, I know, I believe we've talked about Nakashima Mika in the past a little bit, but I didn't know if you've actually dived into the song in the, uh, before any of your other music. Yeah, uh, Miki Nakashima is. Mika. I've heard like, I've heard of her. I, I'm familiar with the name. Uh, it's another one where I've not listened. I hadn't really listened to her, so this is kind of like my first exposure to it. And uh, yeah, no, this is a really good track. I think this is a really wonderful song. It's on her love album. Love um, album. It's also on her 15th anniversary best album. Okay, yeah. And her other best album, uh, it's just called Mika Nakashima Best. Yeah, but this is a really good track. It's it's soft and tender, especially when you uh, incorporate the piano work that's done in this track. It's got this really nice soft tenderness to it. And, you know, that's that's the season that we're in, is this nice, soft, tender season. Uh, And... It really just it really brings to mind, uh, you know, this delicate flower that she's singing about. And it, it's just, it works. It works on so many levels. And, you know, to have a track of this quality on her, her second album of all things. Well, it, may, it looks like it's her second album. It may not be your second album. Yeah, it was her second album. Uh, to have a track like this on her second album just, you know, shows like, you know, she was always meant to be great. Uh, and uh, it's it's a shame she doesn't come up too much in the Oricon and stuff. I'd I'd like to talk about her more, especially if you know, because I like these old seasoned artists that know what they're doing uh, and just really knock it out of the park every time they they're handed a mic. Uh, and and I really get the feeling like she is like that. And I would like to hear more from her. I I don't know if I have the time to do that. That's like the only kicker is is uh my time is kind of tight and she has a really long discography so i'm i'm not too certain on if i it, when i'd have time to dive into her but i, I you know yuki no hana it's a, like i said it's a lovely track it definitely hits the season right it definitely hits the that mood that christmas mood and really works on all levels. So I thought this was a wonderful pick and definitely one that's going to go into the music playlist. 
I agree. Nakashima Mika has a couple other winter songs, too. I'll have to share later. So with that, I'm going to dive into my third pick, which is Yumi Matsutoya's track Koibito no Santa Claus. So this is an original track. Yumi Matsutoya is an industry legend. And she shows up on all the Kohaku. She, I mean, she's been in the industry for a long time. She just had her 45th best album release. And that was in last year, if I'm correct. So you can tell she is literally a legend. And Koibito no Santa Claus has been covered by many, many artists. And I've heard so many of the covers. And you can't beat the original. They're, I do love a lot of the covers that I've heard. But you cannot deny how she owned this track. And to me, Koibito no Santa Claus is a classic. And I, it is more of a rock track, which is what I love. Because you can hear the guitar in it. And you hear, it gives you that rock Christmas feel. And I love it. It's unique. It's original. It's fun. It's catchy. And I can easily see why this has become an iconic track over the years. And to me, I always go back to it. And she's on my playlist along the I mean, her track is on my playlist along with a couple of the covers. And it it's one I always recommend to people because it gives you that perfect feel for the season the perfect vibe it is a it's just a great classic tune yeah this was a very interesting track and i'm glad you picked it luna it really it wasn't what i was i mean i, I didn't walk into it with expectations but i wasn't expecting a rock song that uh it, it clearly is and and i remember you were you were trying to describe it in my my in my head i was like well you know to me it was kind of like closer to like rocking around the christmas tree uh, but even the, even uh, Koibito no Santa Claus, it's a heavier rock tune than Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Like this is a very, I wouldn't say heavy rock. It's you know very much in that stylized upbeat rock by by all means. But it, it really leans into the, like the its rock identity, and it's just a rocking Christmas tune. Uh, and it works. It works really well. And I can see why this has been covered by a ton of people and why it's an absolute beloved track. It's definitely got an identity to it. And I had no idea that Yumi uh, Matsutoya had been around the industry as long as she did. So it was kind of fun just looking at her Apple Music discography and seeing tracks from like the 1970s. I, like that was really cool. Uh, alone i thought that was really cool but yeah this was really good and i really liked it and i felt like it, it worked it worked really well uh and definitely just a fun track to get you in the christmas spirit completely agree i'm glad you enjoyed it and oh yeah and what's your next one uh yeah so um my next one is a track that uh it, it it actually means a lot to me. This is one of the first tracks that I fell in love with when we started doing the show, honestly. And I I had stumbled upon it by accident. I didn't even realize at, when I was listening to it at the time it was a Christmas song. 
And then just one day I just was paying attention to the lyrics. I was like, man, they mentioned Christmas a lot in this track. And then I, I, you know, sometimes I'm a bit slow on the uptake, but, uh, and that is Chiaki Ito's eternal story, which is found on her new beginnings EP. It's the third track. Uh, this is a wonderful, wonderfully done track that just really captivates the listener. And Chiaki Ito's vocal performance is really something to be noted here. This is her second solo release since she left after she left AAA, and it, it it you know it really just shows her years of experience and knowing what she's doing with her voice and vocals, knowing how to work with a composition to really bring out the bo- the best in both. It, it's really good, and I, I really hate I haven't followed her solo career, and I liked this song before I knew who AAA even was. Uh, so I think I was always destined to like AAA. Just it took me a while to get there. I, I liked this song before I knew who LOL was. So it, it's one of those where I think it was always meant to be. And this will always just be a song that means a lot to me. It's a song that has a very special place in my heart. And I absolutely love it. I do listen to it every Christmas. And it is just the sweetest song you can hear if you ever watch the music video. It is the sweetest thing you will ever see with the cutest dog you'll ever see. So I cannot recommend the song enough. It is definitely a heartwarming and moving melody that really just touches the heart. So I'm I'm really glad you picked Eternal Story because I, I haven't dived into Chiaki Ito and I'm not familiar with a lot of her solo discography but the eternal story was beautiful and it had a really nice melody and it does pull you in i feel like it's a a very original christmas song because it's very light on it and it just has that perfect holiday spirit and just makes you relax and just i feel like it's one of those it's a hopeful type of song Yeah, it, it, it really is. And, and you know, that, that hope, it really shines through. I, I, I You hear it in the vocals and in the melody. I think you get even more of it in the music video. So if you watch the music video, it, it kind of just like, it's like icing on a tasty cake. Is like the way I like to see it is, is like, it really just further the themes that you find in the song, as opposed to the last song we'll talk about on, on my pick, uh, which is kind of the opposite. But um uh, the uh uh yeah this is a just a absolutely l- lovely track and yeah she's been busy i didn't realize she'd been busy until i had picked this and went back and re- to re-listen to it uh, for the uh, show prep and i was like man she's released two albums i have not listened to and uh you know she's got a ton of singles so uh, she's been busy and, you know, life post AAA has been good for her. And I, I'm glad that she's found success uh, as a solo artist. And I am looking forward. I, I would like to get back in and dive into her music a bit more because I, I she is she's a great vocalist. And, uh, you know, just because she's no longer with AAA doesn't mean, you know, uh, we can't, you know, you, I should I should follow her more. So I, I hate she hasn't released anything in twenty twenty one. Uh she did drop a music video. Oh, she dropped Sheer, never mind. She did drop an album. So yeah, she stayed busy and that's that, that I'm I'm glad that she's did this and yeah, I I love Eternal Story. It's so good. Yeah, it, it was beautiful. I'm very glad 
you chose that one is I was not familiar with it. So it was another winter song to add to my playlist. And with that, we're going to go on to Ken, uh, Ken's, which is I'm debating on because it's going to be back to back for these two. <laughs> so I'm actually going to do. So I'm going to go into Ken's next one, which is Anatato Christmas Eve by AKB48. And this is one of their more low-key songs from their early days of the group. And it does not have that traditional high energy a lot of their tracks usually display. I personally loved it. I had not heard Anatato Christmas Eve before. And listening to it, I'm like, I really like this because it is more like Ken described a low key track very I, I like that it wasn't high energy they had great harmonies with their their vocals I love the melody with it I mean it really oozes winter winter track you know it oozes December get ready for the holidays and I I just thought it was phenomenal I mean like just the melody was just nice and it was more mid-tempo, and that's what I like, because you got this nice, continuous flow. Everyone's vocals matched with it. I wish if AKB could still be like this, because I loved Anatato Christmas Eve. I thought it was amazing. And for those of you who are wondering what album it's on, because it is a little difficult to find due to AKB's huge discography, it is on there. It is on their Time First Stage Party Ga Hajimaru album, which is part of their compilations. So I, I yeah. if you need to find it on there, check it out. I highly recommend it. Even if you're not into idols, it is a it's very, very good. And I think it's worth being on a winter playlist. I added it to mine. Gray, I'm oh, curious yeah. to hear what you what you thought of it, since you're the resident idol person. Yeah, I, 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 no, I will say I think I think this is more in uh, Ken's wheelhouse uh, when it, when it comes to early AKB forty eight. I think he's definitely the the guy to talk to uh, for that, and he he knows what he's doing. He really does. Uh, Anatato Christmas Eve is really good. It's a really good track, and it's a track that really just reminds you of what AKB forty eight used to be. Uh, this really good well-produced machine that it has a great sound, great vocals and it knows what it's doing. Uh, and I, to me, there, there's this melancholy to it a bit. Cause you know, you just, you have to compare it to, you know, what's come out recently and it's just, you know, it's, it's night and day difference. Uh, this is a wonderful track and don't let the fact that it's an AKB 48 song deter you from that. It's really good. It's done really well. It is Akimoto doing what Akimoto does. And that guy is a genius. And anytime like he's hands-on in the group, like they're, they're really good. This is when he steps away from the group. That's when they kind of start not being at their best. So, you know, I, I part of me wishes he had never stepped away from AKB48 because I'm curious, like, what what kind of team would they be today? But yeah, this is a track that's a little hard to follow, but definitely seeking it out, it's worth it. Uh, this track came out in 2007. Help you narrow it down just a little bit even more. Uh, Anatato Christmas Eve, wonderful track, wonderfully sung. Just the harmonization, the vocal work done in it, definitely evocative of a fun Christmas Eve. 
season. So definitely check it out. It, it, it was a great pick by Ken, and I'm glad you put it here. Yes, I am as well. So moving on to my next one, and this is my favorite winter track. I always go to this 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 song, and it also I have a lot of emotional connection. And this is one that actually gets me. I know every single lyric to it. I can karaoke this song. It is Boa's Medicuti. And I I have both the... There's a Japanese version, which is Medicuti, and the Korean one is Mary Cree. And I love both tracks. I, However, my sense always lies at Medicuti because I heard this one first. And it pulls on my emotions. It is... This is my definition of a power ballad. And I will say... Boa does ballads best. Boa is one of the best ballad singers. When she does a ballad, it is freaking phenomenal. And I would say maybe this one isn't really a power ballad. I'm going to go, there's another song that's more than this. However, this is the perfect winter song. And not only the perfect winter song, the perfect ballad for me, because Boa hits every single note that needs to be hit. And the melody fits perfect with it. The emotion she displays in her vocals touches you. And this is why I always, if someone asks me what my favorite ballad is, it will probably be Medi Kuti. And then I have one other one that I, I know I'd pick after that. But... I mean, this is also my favorite winter song in general. And every year I listen to it, I have numerous renditions of this track because she did a 15th anniversary edition. She did a best 10th anniversary edition. She She's had a couple renditions of it. I will say the live versions are the best way to get the feel and emotion as well. And Boa just proves, like, this is one of her most popular songs. It's played all around the holidays in Japan. And I mean, when you hear Medikuti, you just visualize the snow falling and coming down and you just get this warm feeling inside. And it is a Christmas love song, a winter love song. Let me rephrase that. It is a winter love song and it just pulls on your heartstrings in every way. And I absolutely love it. And whenever you hear like the ending part of it I just like tear up because the emotions are already building when Medikuti gets to the end whenever she's like the white white snows come in tonight make a wish upon your kiss I just I get all emotional and this is one of those tracks that I not only recommend people I will sit there and I try not to karaoke with it so they get the whole feeling but even if it was not wintertime, I still recommend this. It is just phenomenal. But this is the time I listen to it the most. I'm sure my husband gets sick of it every year, but he doesn't because he loves holiday music. And this is, I, I, I have other things on that, but I always pick this track. I play it in the car all the time. And I think he even likes it because it's very wintry and he needs to feel that around this season. And it gives me everything I need from it and more. So, Gray, I'm curious to hear what you think of Boa's Medicuti. 
Yeah, no, this is a wonderful track, and uh, you're right. This is definitely a power ballad. I don't, I don't think it could. You could classify it as anything other than that. It definitely fits the bill, and it's Boa at her best. You know, I'm not the most familiar with Boa. Like I know her from Every Heart and like one or two other tracks. So I'm not the most familiar with Boa, and uh, you know, to hear a song like Mary Cudi just really hear her vocals on display it's just you know she really brought her a game to this uh she didn't treat this as a track that you know you just turn out for the holidays like she put her heart and soul into this and you you hear it in every note sung and just it is absolutely wonderfully done and definitely a moving ballad i can see why it brings you to tears because it definitely really just puts you in that seasonal mood and it, it's definitely got everything it needs to succeed and I, i'm glad you picked it luna it's definitely i can see why y- you saved it for last thank you it's my top one out of all the ones that i love this is my go-to my always go-to every year and great what is your last song so uh I think I think some people are going to groan <laughs> when I do my last one, but but I just you know I was trying to come up with stuff uh, and I, I like I had variations of this list without it, but it, it felt weird with with it not being here. And I know it's not the biggest holiday song in the world, but it's just what I've been listening to a lot as of late, and I've been talking about it a lot as of late. So I might as well just go ahead and put it here uh, for. Uh, posterity and that is silent night by white jam it's definitely not your traditional christmas music tune uh you definitely wouldn't notice that from the music uh just you know there's nothing wintry about it and you know the song is really evoking silent like trying to get evoke like the silent night the the ancient you know christmas tune uh and you know, I, I like I said, I love this track. I think it works. Uh, I, I and I outside of its name, I think is the only way you would really ever know that it's a Christmas song, because uh, this is m- more about a relationship uh, than it really is anything else. And you know, relations. I think a lot, a lot of times, like people fail to realize, like you know, uh, relationships are a big player during the Christmas season. And so you know, th- th- I can understand, like you know, my like I said. Uh, let it snow by color creation is about is a breakup song so you, you know it, it's one of those things where you know around this time of year like sometimes like you really just get a lot of songs that really you know talk about like relationships and stuff like that because it, it's the time when you know especially if you're single or you're married or something like you know you're thinking about that kind of thing uh and stuff and you know uh the i think the ongoing one of the things that they always say is like uh christmas is one of the worst times of the year for depression and stuff so you know because people feel lonely for the holidays so uh silent night it's really good i i think i've talked about the song 200 times as i've learned today i've listened to this track over a hundred times this year (laughs) and i've only been listening to white jam since i covered them what in september 
and since September, I have listened to Silent Night. The the English version I've listened to seventy one times, and I've listened to the Japanese version forty seven times. Uh, so just to put it lightly, I really love this song, and I have been listening to it a lot. It's really good. It's one of those tracks that really just stands on its own as this powerful, moving track, uh, sung at their absolute best. Uh, I really love White Jam, and I think this is just their best track to date. And I'm always eager to see what they do next. I love Shirose's vocals and the, the, the fact that he does the piano work on it, because I love that he's a composer. And I just I really like his composition work. He he he's really good. He, like he he's he knows what he's doing and he does it well. Uh, he's an amazing vocalist too. Like the guy's got everything going for him, and he he know he just knows how to work it. Uh, so I, I did. I kind of cheated a little bit. I put I put Silent Night on here again because. Uh, uh, and this will be the last time I talk about it for the year, so you can everyone can breathe a sigh of relief. I I, I can't work White Jam in too many more times in the year, so that that was just uh, that, that was just a song that I picked. Uh, uh, like I said, it's a personal favorite of mine. I, I I can see why you it's like it doesn't have the Christmas trappings and. So I could see you not liking it for a winter song, and and that's fine. Uh, that is perfectly fine. But I wanted to put it here because I'm I I am I just I just love the song so much. So, uh, Luna, what did you think about Silent Night by White Jam? As a track itself, I think Silent Night is a very solid track. I like White Jam. I think they're very talented. I think Shidose's vocals are amazing. I think for me, it wasn't wintry enough. However, I can see how it fits with the theme because it is a a more, it's a very vocal heavy track, you know, despite the rap in it. But I can see it fitting as it being a love song. And I can see easily how Silent Night does fit with the theme of love in Japan, especially at the holidays. They don't really celebrate. Christmas is more of a lover's holiday. It's not really like how we celebrated here. It's really, you know, a couple's type of holiday. And I can easily see how Silent Night does fit that theme. I think in general, it's a solid track. If you're looking for more of that specific winter theme, you might not fully get it. But I still think you should check it out because I think the vocals are phenomenal. I think the rap... It still throws me off a tiny bit, but I did get used to it because I would love it if it was just straight vocals. I think for me, that probably would have fit more as a winter song if it was just straight vocals without uh, Ganem's rap. If that uh, makes sense to yeah, me. Uh, to yeah. You. Well, n- now here, here's something I noticed because, you know, I've, I've listened to the song over a hundred times. But one thing that I noticed is that Gashima, he doesn't really rap in the English version. So he, he, he sings it a lot more. Like uh, if you listen to the Japanese version of the track and then you listen to the English version of the track, his rap is a lot choppier in the Japanese version than it is in the English version. It's much more smooth, connected, it flows. And I'd say he sings it a little bit more than he does rap. Uh, and it works. It works. Uh, that, that's like the biggest change between the Japanese and English version. The reason I listen to the English version so much is because I can sing along to it. 
Uh, and I, I'm a sucker for that. I'm, I'm always a sucker. Uh, I like singing a lot. And, you know, I, I like singing along with Japanese tracks, but, you know, at the, the I'm always trying to match the sounds and sometimes it's right, sometimes it's not. Uh, when it's in English, I can just say the words. So I, I'm, I'm always a little lazy and that's why I've favored the, the English track a bit more. Uh, but yeah, Gashima's track, uh, Gashima's rap is a little different in the English version. So that, that might garner you a little bit more traction with it. If you feel like his rap is out of place in that track. Uh, I, I like it both ways. Uh, like I said, I just, I, I lean more towards the English cause I can sing it, but it's not. Yeah, I understand. I, I listened to the Japanese version. That's why I was a little thrown off by it. But I mean, I think it is a solid track and I can easily see why it's one of your favorites and you really like it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, yeah, it's just like uh, it's, it's just one of those things where the the for, for me personally, it was like the melody came together, the vocal work came together. And this is like one of those things like it hits like the trifecta of like everything I'm listening for in music and it just came out in, in Silent Night and so it's like I just I like I said, I've just had that song on repeat uh for months now uh and um the only reason why it's not been showing up in my Ongaku Goes is because I try to I try really really hard to keep my Ongaku Goes uh to current year and um obviously I can't talk about it at the end of the year wrap-up because uh, it, it came out in 2019 and, and, you know, we're going to be talking about songs for 2021. So it's a couple, it's a few years old. So I'm not, I'm not, it's not going to be in my end of the year mentions, even though it's probably the song I've listened to by far the most this year. Uh, but, uh, still, uh, love it. I think it's fantastic and, uh, go, go check it out. Uh, go, go listen to white jam. Um, but I am looking forward to what Ken picked for his last track. So Ken's last track is also a personal favorite of mine. And it is Winter Love by Boa. And so we got two Boa tracks on here. And this, you know, solidifies my Boa is one of the best ballot, does some of the best ballads in winter tracks. And Ken pretty, you know, Ken knows we had. So I pick Many Kitty, which is probably the more well-known of them but winter love is amazing and ken stated that it's probably one of the last songs he really loved by boa and i can see that because her maiden 20 album was solid and it was very winter themed in general so when you listen to it you hear more than one track by besides winter love on there that has a winter theme and after that, I mean, I'm not denying I don't I don't like The Face. The Face is a great album. Identity's okay. But this was probably one of her other best ballads and it is phenomenal. It it's very it, the lyrics are easily singable too because I know this track and you feel the emotion in Winter Love as well. You feel the power behind her vocals. And just her range, she shows off her range just like she did in Medicuti, and you hear it in Winter Love. And I feel like this is also one of her more iconic tracks. And I think to me, it's very, it always stuck with me. And there are certain Boa ballads that always do, and it's been Medicuti, Winter Love, Everlasting, are the three big ones. 
And Winter Love has always been up there. I mean, you hear it. It's just absolutely beautiful. And you, it's one I listen to and repeat. And I'm a sucker for ballads. I mean, really, it, you're listening to it. You can see the snow falling down in your mind. And you just have this whole visualization. And it, it's, it's perfect in any way. And I'm not going to sing it because my voice can't go that high. And that's one of the things at Boa, just how she does her voice in it and just the chorus of it is, I just cannot describe how gorgeous it is. And I cannot recommend Winter Love enough. Yeah, no, this is a wonderful track and I'm glad Ken picked it. It's definitely, you know, I can hear why he likes it. You know, Boa is really good and like i said i'm not the most familiar with her work uh the ones that we picked uh today to talk about certainly you know cream of the crop as far as her as far as i'm concerned so uh, it's really good i i i haven't kept up with boa uh and stuff and i think now uh, doesn't she do a lot more in korea now than she really does in japan yes uh she did release a 20th anniversary single for in a digital single in japan but she released a Korean album last year called Better, which is amazing. And she did release a, another winner singer last year called I Believe, which is really good. Although that was more tied to the Tales game. But she does do uh, a little more in Korea than Japan. However, she's been pretty quiet this year for her 20th anniversary. Yeah, yeah. It still, Winter Love is really good. It's sung elegantly. Uh, Boa's vocals are uh, perfect. Uh Honestly, between the two of them, uh, I, I, I think I, I like the one you picked, Luna, <laughs> a bit more. But I think Winter Love is really good. It's really solid and uh, definitely really good. So I, I can definitely see why Ken picked it. And it's definitely worth uh, putting on a Christmas playlist. Oh, oh, for sure. And I Winter Love is always on my playlist. I have probably like 10 boa songs on my winter playlist because she knows how to do a good winter ballad especially she is amazing at love songs and that's one of the things i absolutely love about boa is she knows how to do them and do them perfectly and she does what suits her vocals and i feel like that's what winter love and both medicuddy do is they're very suiting of her style and her vocals and i would love to see her come back and do more tracks like this again however i do think that time's passed but i i would love to maybe see her bring back that and those of you who don't know boa does a lot of concerts and they're specifically xmas concerts and they're available on DVD and Blu-ray. I, if you can find them, check them out. You can also listen to the live versions on Apple. All right. And with that, that is our list. I'm not going to mention my runners up because we already went pretty long diving into these. And I hope you enjoyed it and got some things out of it. And hopefully you will be able to dive in from there and check out other hol holiday-related music by these artists we mentioned. So we are going to move on to this week's Oricon, which was, there's a lot of new stuff on here. It was an interesting week. So very interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I, I will say, I think you got a, a little bit more mileage out of it than I did, Luna, but I'm eager to talk about it. So I think I did too. I think I enjoyed more of it than you did. 
but we're going to get into it. So we're going to start with number 10, which is Beetlejuice or Beetlegeist, depending on how you say it, by Yuri. I am so glad this is still on here. If you want to hear all our initial thoughts, we discussed it in depth last week. And I'm still in love with Beetlejuice. I I think this is one of Yuri's best songs and I love it. So good for Yuri. I'm glad it's still hanging on there. It This week it sold a total of 26,886 points. And moving on up to our first new one of the week. It is Utari Hikaru's Kimi ni Muchu. And Gray, I'm gonna I'm gonna have you start us off on this one. What did you think of Kimini Muchu? Uh yeah, uh, this was a very interesting track, and I will say it's nice to see Utada back on the charts. Uh, as I've made it pretty well known on the show, I have a a mixed relationship with Utada. I love her her early work, and over the years, like I just I I don't for me like. A lot of her tracks have kind of become samey and like she doesn't really mix it up a lot. And so uh, Kimi no Muchu is uh, Kimi ni Muchu. Sorry, I said no. I meant ni. Uh, Kimi ni Muchu is it's actually a throwback to her older style of music. And it works. It works really well. Uh, now, for me, I, I didn't love this track. And I did. I, I kind of liked it. The first time I heard it, and I moved to liking it the second time I heard it. So I, I think it's good. I, I think there's a there's a lot to like about it. I didn't love it. It didn't blow my mind, uh, but it's it was really nice to see like an older Utada, just you know, leaning more in like her R and B and vocals. Uh, the melody was really good. The piano work works really well. Uh, like for me, I wish the melody was a little, just a little bit more. Like there, it, it's. It's one of those songs, to me, it feels like it goes like about 80% of the way there. And that makes it really good. I, I would like the extra 20 to really just sing it home. Like, like it's, it falls short a little bit for me. Uh, but like I've listened to it a couple of times now because it, it's a pretty complicated track. There's a lot going on in it. Uh, there is also a part in the middle where it sounds like there's an alarm going off. And I'm not... I don't know the lyrics. I don't know what the song is talking about. So it might be thematically related to the song. Uh, so I'm not going to complain about it, but I feel like in that moment, it doesn't work. Maybe it works in context of the lyrics, but uh, musically it doesn't work at all. Uh, and I, I was like, eh, it, it's okay. I'm not too, but I think all in all, it's okay. Like I said, I, I think if uh, you're uh don't if you're not if you're like me you're not interested in new utada check this one out uh, i think you might like this one a lot more uh what did you think about this one luna i personally loved it i love kimi nimuchu it like you said gray it gave me throwback to past utada with this with her vocal style and i love utada's vocal style in kimi nimuchu and the composition, I, I can see what you mean. I think it suits her very well in this track. And I listened to it a couple times and I'm like, this is one of, you know, my favorites I've heard of her. And I, I've loved, I've, I've been hit or miss on some of her other, like Pink Blood. And um, 
I'm trying to remember the other one I was hit or miss on. But Kimini Muchu, I just solidify that, okay, I still love Utada. She's a fantastic vocalist. Her vocals are very smooth in this, very befitting. And it just brought me back to her first love album, which I absolutely love. And it just gave me those old school vibes. And I'm looking forward to what she'll be doing as, you know, she did announce there's going to be a new album in February. So I'm very, oh. very excited about that. And to see what else she'll do besides Kimini Muchu, because this already sold me on buying the album no matter what. I remember you weren't too big on One Last Kiss. Yeah, and then you know what? I went back on One Last Kiss, and I liked it a lot more. And I kind of did that with Pink Blood, because after listening to Kimini Muchu, I'm like, you know, I'm going to go back and give it another try. But I do, this was probably my favorite of the three so far. So I'm disappointed Ken isn't on here for this because I would love to hear his thoughts on Kimini Muchu, which I'm hoping it remains until next week so we can discuss it more. But with that, Kimini Muchu by Utada Hikaru sold a total of 28,353 points. And moving on up to number eight with Hato Heart by Aimyon. I'm very glad to see I'm on, on here. I feel like it's been a bit since we've discussed her and talked about her. And I still go back and listen to Shinte uh, her Shinteki no Sixth Sense album because it's one of my favorites. And Hato was very interesting. So I have some thoughts on this. But Gray, I'm going to let you start off. What did you think of Heart? Yeah, so uh, for me personally, like... Her was a very interesting track, and I can really see she tried to shake it up with that. It It's a very different track. It's not a traditional Aimeon track by any means. Uh, she definitely does her own thing, and I, I will say I appreciate her stretching her wings and, and trying to do shake it up, try to do something a little different. Personally, I... I didn't like heart was okay. I, I don't think it's a bad song by any means. I don't think it was for me. I, I felt like it was just a for me. It was a miss. Uh, Bear in the Woods is a I thought was a much better track. Is very much more traditional. I mean, uh, also it was a minute shorter, uh, and I think it worked better. I, I you know that song doesn't overstay its welcome. It works for what it is. And it was very cute. So I, I liked bear in the woods a lot. And I thought like that was a really good track. Uh, heart. It, it's okay. Like I said, it's not a bad song by any stretch of the imagination. It's real. It's pretty good. Um, it's, she's trying something a little different. And I, for me, it didn't work. Uh, but it, it, It'll be interesting to see what she does next. Uh, and so I'm going to wait and see from there. But yeah, Heart, it's, it's not bad. Like, if it came on in the car, I wouldn't turn it. I, I don't know if I'd crank it up either, but I wouldn't turn it. I wouldn't turn the channel. What do you think, uh, Luna? So I thought Heart was okay. I, I like you said, Gray, I enjoyed that Aignan was trying to shake things up and do something a little different. I thought her vocals were very interesting and how she utilized them in this track as it did sound 
very unique compared to a lot of her others. And same with the tempo style as well. However, I, I'm not completely sold on it. I thought like I liked it, but I wasn't in love with it. And I think it's because I'm so used to Aimeon in her element that I did. I like Bear in the Woods a lot more just like you. But I also thought Hato was a, I'm glad she's taking, doing something a little different and taking that step out of her usual norm, which is great for her. I thought it was a fun track and I am looking forward to see what else she will do in the future. So she's an artist I love to follow and I, I like to see her branch out and try new things. Yeah. And it's good to, you know, even if like, I know I've said this before, but I just I think it just bears repeating one time that even even if like you know they try something new and I don't like it doesn't mean I don't want to see the artist experiment or try to grow or do new things because the last thing you want them to be is stagnant and and so I you know heart it was a bit of a miss for me but at the end of the day I'm glad she did it and I I like to see that she's trying to grow as an artist and that that makes me happy and excited for what she does next yeah for sure and Hato I thought was okay I think everyone should give it a listen I thought it was a unique and solid track it might not be my favorite of hers but check it out with that Hato by Aimeon sold a total of 20,813 points and with that we have number 7 which is Ubaravu by or Uda Ubuda Bulavu by Naniwadanshi. And we discussed them last week. And I mean I still think it's a fun track. I feel guilty for liking it just because you know they're way younger than me. But it's still cute. If you want to hear all our initial thoughts, check out last week's episode. And with that, Ubudabu Adabu so a total of 30,323 points. And moving on to our number six track and one of Gray's favorite groups. It is Ribbon by Milk. And Gray, I'm going to let you start talking about Ribbon because I know you really enjoy Milk's music. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm a huge, I am absolutely huge milk fan and you know i i was missing milk they they 2021 has been a quiet year for them and uh this wound up being my track of the week i think it's really good now i will also preface that i have not added this song to my library yet uh but i did i i, I liked it a lot i think i'm going to go back and add it um, this is milk doing what milk does. And I will, I will go ahead and warn you ahead of time. If you're not a milk fan, don't even bother this. This is milk at its best. Uh, and you know, if you like milk, two thumbs up, you're going to love this track. If, like I said, you don't like milk, just stay away. It's not for you. Uh, but yeah, no, this, this whole thing is really good. I wound up liking all the tracks on it. It's three total. And yeah, I, I liked uh, yeah, I really liked Ribbon. I thought Ribbon was a great track, but uh, Yumeji was great and Yoake was also great. I wound up listening to all three tracks, wound up liking it. And uh, if you you know you like uh, boy bands, uh, this is something I highly recommend. What did you think about Luna? I I thought I thought Ribbon was okay. 
Uh, I'm not the biggest milk fan, to be honest. I mean, I think they're they're very talented. They're just not for me. However, I liked Ribbon more than I thought. Their harmonies was very good on it. It was catchy. I didn't hit the plus sign because it's just not my type of style. But if you are into male idol groups and or you're a milk fan, I do recommend it. I think you'll find enjoyment out of it. All right. So with that, Ribbon by Milk sold a total of 31,510 points. And moving on up, it is, this is a triple A side, and it's, of course, the Love Lives. It is Not Alone, Not Hitori, Mira, Mira Kuru, Stay Tuned, and Shooting Voice by Okors, Niji, Niji Saki, uh, Niji K Saki Gakuen, Skuru, Dokokai, and Layla. So, this is a big Love Live single. As you can tell, it is a triple threat. And I like two of the three. And I'm going to start, if that's okay, because I know Ken would say, Well, Luna, why don't you start? You're the resident Love Live girl. So, I I did like Not Alone, Not He Toddy which was the Accor song. I thought it was actually pretty good. However, my favorite was Shooting Voice by Layla because that song was amazing and that was an immediate plus sign for me. I mean, I thought their vocals, the harmony, the composition, everything about it was amazing. And I am looking forward to seeing this new Love Live so much because I really liked a lot of Layla's tracks and I think Shooting Voice is one of the best ones so far. I It's fantastic in every way. I don't have so many things. I, I did not care for uh, Mira, Mira Kuru Miracle Stay Tuned. I really, that song just kind of, I heard it and I'm just like, this is not for me. It's not my type of thing. I mean, I thought the uh, Nijike uh, Saki Gakuen Skuru Dokukai did okay, but it just wasn't me. I mean, not alone, not Hitori is the second best one now. I like Accor's. It's not Accor's best song, but they do what they do in it, and I give them props for that. So, Gray, I'm curious about what you you thought of this single. Yeah, no, I thought it was a pretty well done single. This is definitely a love life bonanza. Uh, and uh, there was various qualities to the songs. Uh, not Alone, Not Hitori is okay. I, I thought it was pretty solid. I think Aquars did a pretty solid job. Uh, Miracle Stay Tuned by Niji Kegasaki Gakuen. It, it, it's all right. I, I didn't care much for it. It's easily the weakest track here. And... I like there's one part in the middle of the song where they just kind of like the music's still playing, but they just start talking and stuff. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. But it made me feel like it was like part of a, a, a TV show or like, like a segment cut out of a TV show or something. And I, I don't know if that was intentional or not, but I didn't like that at all. Uh, and, um, shooting voices. Yeah, it was easily the best. Uh, it wasn't much of a competition, honestly. And Layla has been very consistent, with their releases and uh yeah i'm not a love live fan but even i'm kind of interested in 
the new show because uh, the the music work is pretty consistent and very solid. So I think they got a good product overall, and I can't wait to see what they do next. So uh, Layla kills it. Uh, the rest, yeah, I, I I could go without. Uh, I didn't add any of these, uh, but if I was going to add at least one, it would be Shooting Boys. Yeah, Shooting Boys was definitely worth the, worth the add, and I ended up adding Not Alone, Not He Toady as well. But Solid Single, and Not Alone, Not He Toady, Metakuru, Stay Tuned, Shooting Voice by Accords, Nijike... Nijike Sakigakuen, Skuru, Dokokai, and Layla sold a total of 36,919 points. And moving up to number four, it is Akeboshi Shirogane by Lisa. Glad to see Lisa still on here doing great. You can hear our initial thoughts on the last episode. And with that, Akeboshi Shirogane sold a total of 37,353 points. Moving on to number three, it is Butter by BTS. Butter is still going strong. Good for BTS. Nothing more we can say about it. Butter sold a total of 39,564 points. And moving on to number two, it is Kakusei by Nanabun no Nijuni. And... We talked about them before. Gray, what did you think of Kakusei? Yeah, no, uh, uh, Kakusei, it's okay. I don't think this is a horribly offensive song by any means, but it is by the numbers. Uh, it doesn't really stand out in any meaningful manner. And Nanabun no Nijuni, it's that's their problem is that a lot a lot of their stuff doesn't really stand out doesn't really leave a meaning or lasting impact i i think i kind of really dug their first release and i i really haven't gone back to them since and i felt like every release that they put out afterwards have been like luster uh this whole release is not all that good i i didn't think so like it's okay like it's, it's by the numbers i don't if you were, if I was riding down the road in the car, I wouldn't change the channel. But I'm not going to run out and buy this thing either. It's there, it exists, uh, and I, I know I'm not going to be remembering much about it next week. So, uh, it 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 does what it does, uh, and uh, you know I'm I'm glad for its fans that it's doing well. But at the end of the day, I don't think this is for me. What did you think about it, Luna? I felt the same way about Kakusei, to be honest. It was not for me by any means. I I thought it was okay, but I think I've had this same issue with Nanabuno Nijuni. It's they're okay, but they're just not hitting the marks of music I like. I can easily see who they appeal to. I mean, not to say Kakusei's not a bad track at all. It's just not something I'm going to go out of my way to listen to, to be honest. If you like that style of music, great. You'll enjoy it. You're you're ready like the group. You're, you're going to enjoy it. But I don't honestly have too much to say about Kakusei. However, I can tell you that Japan loved it because Kakusei sold a total of 60,106 points. 
which is pretty darn good. So with that, we're going to move on to our number one, which is Sing Along by Heisei Jump. And Gray, I'm going to let you start off on this one. What did you think of Sing Along? Uh, yeah, no. So Sing Along by Heisei Jump is okay. I, I don't think this is a particularly bad song per se. Uh, my, my problem with it was I, I was like the whole time I was like, man, they have better tracks than this. Um, but it's not bad as a Heisei Jump fan. I think it, you know, it does what it needs to do. I, I don't see myself running out and buying it. I, th- I think Sing Along is serviceable. I think it's definitely the better of the two tracks. I liked it a bit more than I did. Brick the Wall is okay. Uh, that That is a little bit more of them trying. I think they try a little too hard in Brick the Wall, I'm going to be honest. And if you watch the music video, there's one thing they don't do in that music video that makes it almost a travesty, and that is they don't break any walls. There's a lot of uh, fire, a lot of them fighting some sort of fire entity, but not one point do they break through a freaking wall. So I'm like, if you're going to title the song Break the Wall, at least you know have one of your dudes running through a wall at one point. I don't care if it's a paper mache wall. Like, like, like It's in the song. But I guess we'll go fight fire entities uh, anyways. So, I mean, a lot of fire, a lot of fire, a lot, lot of dudes standing in a room full of fire. So uh, that's what I can tell you about the music video. Uh, song, it's okay. It, it's all right. I don't think it's, like I said, it doesn't particularly do much. I think they're trying a little too hard uh, with like the pop and lock and dance stuff. And I think they can do it, but... I think when they lean more into their vocals and do like a fun upbeat number, to me that gets me dancing a lot more than Pop and Lock does. Uh, and I think they do. I think they do. I think they do a really good job of fun upbeat vocals. And I'd like to hear another song like. I mean, Sing Along kind of does that, but it's not. But it, it it doesn't quite hit the mark either there. But I think it's way better, and it's definitely a much more folk, uh, vocal focused track. Uh, so I, I think it, it, it's all right. Like I said, I didn't hate it per se. I, I thought it was pretty okay. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to run out and buy it, uh, by any means. Like if I lived in the streets of Japan and I found it in a shop for like two bucks, yeah, I'd pick it up, but international shipping. No, I'm going to hold off on that one. Uh, but what did you think about it, Luna? I actually liked Sing Along. I thought it was fun. They had great they had great vocals. The harmonies were good. It's not their best song by any means. However, it does what it needs to do. And that's what I like about it. It's there. I will say it's better than Break the Wall, which I could not get into. It just felt like it didn't suit them. But Sing Along is, I would say it's by the numbers. It's what Heisei Jump Jump does. And, I mean, pretty much like Ken would say, they do what they got to do and, you know, did a by-the-numbers track. It's it's there. And that's kind of how I feel about it, but I still think it's a decent track in general. I mean, I enjoyed my time with it. I do wish if it was on Apple because I'd probably listen to it a little bit more. I, I, I enjoyed the guy's harmonies, actually, and it made me realize I really need to listen to more Heisei Jumps music. I just wish if it was a little more readily available international-wise. Yeah, I, I, man, I really wish they, they would put them on 
Apple Music. Now, we're, we're starting to see that a little bit with a few select groups, and that's how this thing starts. It's like a little here, a little there. It might be a while before, you know, uh, we're getting like day and dates, but, you know, it, it's progress. Uh, so I'm, I'm holding out hope that, you know, they'll, they'll be uh, on Apple Music soon. So, oh, soon ish. I'm going to put that in air quotes. Within the next five years, to me, will be soon ish. So, uh, yeah, I'm holding out hope uh, that they get more readily available because Hasty Jump's really good. And I, I would love to just have their music at my fingertips. And I mean, you know, the fact that it's on YouTube now and their official JStorm channel, I, I do like and appreciate. So, you know, we're, we're, we're getting more exposure. And I, I think, I, I really think, you know, Johnny's is seeing like their YouTube numbers going up. They, they like they're testing waters. They're trying to figure out, you know, the next step. Cause I think they're starting to realize like they can't, they can't be the dinosaur clinging the physical. Uh, they're they're going to have to go digital at some point. And I think they're just trying to figure out what works best for them. So hopefully we'll see. Fingers crossed uh, what happens. Yep. Yep. Eventually. And with that, Sing Along by Heisei Jump sold a total of 198,712 points. And we're going to check the album side to see how they did because there were some new releases recently. And looks like we got Sakima Switch on here. What better coffee? We got Ballistic Boys from Exile Try. What passed the mic? Good for them at number nine. I'm very happy because they are such a fun group. Recommend them. And I'm looking forward to checking out Pass the Mic. We got Ribu with uh, Ribu Best Album, My List. We still got Twice on there with their Volume 3, Formula of Love. We got... Niji Sanji with Reflection on here. It looks like it's an uh, Anamuz. We got Alter Ego with uh, by Orbit. Good for them. We got number four. We still got uh, 8B by Johnny's West. We got Rad Wimps at number three with Forever Days. And good for them. And we got Break the Cross Walls by Man with a Mission at number two. Uh, glad to see those two may, uh, do, uh, number two and three. And of course... What we figured, it is number one, You by Need You. I, and that sold 191,433 points. I honestly thought you would sell more than that, but it's still early to tell. So good for everyone who, who made it on the list. It was a great release week. A big release week for albums looking at those charts. Yeah, they had a pretty wild and crazy week, so... Uh, but yeah, I wasn't surprised when I saw you, but I need you. Yep. Like, I, I we all knew we need were, you would be number one. Yeah. So, but yeah, they, they, they hit expectations. Yep. But with that, we want to thank everyone for listening to today and be sure to check out our website at ongakutu.com. Also to make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ongakutu, O-N-G-A-K-U-T-O-Y-O-U. And be sure to like our Facebook page as well. And we want to give a big shout out and thank you to our affiliates. We have Kyoru Hunter, K-Y-O-R-U-H-U-N-T-E-R, who is a Twitch streamer in his own right. He has been going through the retro games lately. And Metroid, er, no, Metal Gear Solid has been on his list lately. You can follow him at twitch.tv slash Hunter. You can also follow Timber Taft. 
who has been doing a variety of different Twitch streams at twitch.tv slash TimberTaft, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also follow my sister, Rosalie, who's been streaming a lot of Dark Souls and getting ready for Final Fantasy XIV. And you can follow her at twitch.tv slash RainStarKitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. And last but not least, you can also follow Fangirl Has No Name, who is also a variety streamer and is working on some writing works getting published. Good for her. You can follow her at twitch.tv slash fangirlhasnoname, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. And you can follow our usual host, Ken, at Twitter, on Twitter at O-T-Y-Ken1, O-T-Y-K-E-N-1 where he tweets about Ina Iba, Bang Dream, Ina Iba, and d for dj And don't forget to check out the podcast that Kyo, Timber, Fangirl, and Ken do called Potasaurus, where they discuss various video games, what's weekly in the industry, and more. You can find it all on, on all podcast streaming services by looking up Kyoru Hunter. And Gray, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Ongaku Gray, where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. If you're interested in what I'm up to, just follow me there. All right, and you can follow me on several social medias, such as Twitter, My Anime List, Anime Planet, and Letterboxd at Luna Maria87, L U N A M A R I A87, and Instagram as Nerdy Collector Luna where I mainly post about what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, what I purchased, and how I'm rating my shows and movies. So if you are interested in that type of thing, and cats, you can follow me there. And with that, we want to thank everyone for listening to today. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode, especially our extra long winter track recommendation section. We hope you have a great rest of your week. And this is great. Hope everyone uh, enjoyed today's episode and we'll be right back here next time. Bye-bye.